This is the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the best of today's Sports Channel 8, the radio show. in your earwaves on a Wednesday morning. We are the radio show that is undefeated at Carolina Hurricanes games when sounding the siren, baby. <laughs> Woo! Unbeaten, untied, maybe gave up a point in the Swain division to an opponent, but unbeaten, undefeated. Swain division. We got it done last night, and not only that, we brought back Justin Williams. We did. Yeah, we are officially a Justin Williams press conference pregame show right now. Uh, the Justin Williams official signing announcement was uh, dropped last night after the game, and he will officially sign with the Canes at noon. We'll talk to Ben Swain a little more about that at ten forty-five, but we'll talk some about it today as well, at least as it pertains to us and sounding the siren last night. We're also the show that asks, "Are are we in war right now?" How are we defining what? What the, I remember. I mean, we are always at war. <laughs> well, like, that's true. I remember this show and America. I remember perpetually. 1991. We almost brought Swain in to do the. Swain's going to join today. We were maybe going to do a wayback machine to the last time. I feel like it, it. It was the night. I feel like saying this sounds like this occurred in the 40s or 50s. When I remember being in physical education class and hearing an announcement over the intercom saying, we're at war with Iraq. And that night, a UNC-NC State game was postponed, which led to the weirdest of all occurrences when we played UNC-NC State on back-to-back nights. Now, looking what's happening in national headlines, I don't feel like we're quite at that point. But also, yet. it feels like we're sort of on the brink of things. So we'll see uh, what the t- situation is. We're not the show that's going to talk that much about that, but that is obviously that something happens in the world. Please read your uh, news channel of choice, hopefully a respectable one, to find out more about that. Um, <clears throat> but yes, are we? We are carrying the Justin Williams presser live at noon, so we are officially a Justin Williams pregame show. Lead in. Excited yeah. to talk sports, you guys. Got to get the- out. Got to get the hard break. 
the heart yeah. out at the end of the show. That would be huge. More or important people, than ever. People won't hear Justin Williams. Uh, but, yeah, he'll, we'll, uh, 99.9 will be carrying that at noon. We'll see what he has to say. And, again, we'll talk with Ben Swain some more at 1045. And shout-out to Justin Williams for not overshadowing us last night. Yes. He could have easily announced, like, during the game or come out during the storm surge or even done the siren. I didn't hear this, but I'm going to just say that he kind of stepped aside and uh, to let us shine. I, I know this from nowhere. I'm just going to totally speculate. Like you said, why not come back and sound the siren, right? But no. He's like, wait, Sports Channel 8's on. It was probably a friend of the program, Martin Nook, who was like, you know, yeah, uh, Willie, yeah, yeah. Willie, don't do it. Step aside. Don't do it. Um, so we'll see what it means for the Hurricanes and the – do we have? Is this Matlock that's on TV yeah, today, yeah. Josh Goodson? Whoa. As if you need <laughs> Andy Griffith, Tar Hill. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. You're not gonna be able to take him away. Did, did I ever tell you the story? Now I'm gonna have to tell this story at some point during the show today. I'll tease it now. That <laughs> my parents have Andy Griffith's bird bath at their house. Uh-huh. Have I ever told you this story? No. You have not. All right. Later in the show, we're not I'll, talking about that at lunch. Later in that's the show, true. I'll tell you about Andy Griffith's bird bath being how it ended up in my parents' house. But right now. Let's tell you some things that you can talk about at lunch today. Did you do intros? Oh, no, I didn't even. Yeah. I, I got flustered because I, we did the siren and we're at war. I, that's I, fair. I, we're not at war yet. <laughs> I mean, perpetually always at war. <laughs> this is America. But, like, this currently, there's not a new war that has been started yet. Josh Goodson in studio for now. There's a microphone, so you got to be careful about the things you're saying. Brian Geisinger, ACCSports.com and the ACC Sports Journal. Fair and balanced, Brian Geisinger. <laughs> Attaboy, BG. Jonathan Red <laughs> reminded me to introduce people. And now we can tell you what to talk about at lunch. First thing you want to talk about at lunch, no doubt, hands down, is how good were we on the siren last yes. night? <laughs> That's the number one topic that everyone's yep. talking about. We were very good. Do we want to hear it? It's- That's Moose. I got up there. He was spinning it strong. He's at, actually at the uh, doctor today. It's really? Yeah. He's getting Tommy it, John it, surgery. That ro- <laughs> ice up. That rotator cuff was, uh, yeah. He's down, ice up, he's, son. Ice he's, up. He's down in Birmingham, Alabama. He's with Dr. Dr. James, James Andrews. Andrews. That's right. <laughs> For a siren surgery. Um, no, nah, we uh, sounded the siren last night. The whole crew was there. We cheered on the moose. We, it, it just it, it gets too hard. if you. That's a one-man job, yeah. right? If you try to either job. rotate it, one person job, if either rotate it or have two people holding it at the same time, it doesn't yeah. work. You just got to pick your best person and have them go at it. Um, and that's what we did. Weather Moose got it done last night. But it's pretty cool up there in that little perch where is. the siren yeah. is. Nice view. I'd never been I'd love in that to watch a game spot. from up there. A lot too. of open seats, too. I asked our guy, Box, who was helping us out. I was like, people normally sit here. He's like, actually, not really. I was like, might have to slide in there. <laughs> yeah. Might have to slide in there. Got leg room up there. Look yeah. nice. But then the Canes fell down one nothing in the first minute of the game. 30 seconds. Moose started sweating. And then 2 nothing in the first period before storming back with four straight goals to take a 4-2 lead. But then they gave up that lead and they let the Flyers tie it back up 4-all. It felt almost like that, uh, that game in Toronto where they were bad and then good and then bad again. But that time they lost it. This time, they actually uh, got it done in overtime. Dougie Hamilton with the goal. And do we? It, it, it sounds like a squirrel is crawling on the line, <laughs> yeah. which probably means we have opened a portal <laughs> to Johnston County. Another dimension, really. Yeah, it, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that is not 
new Arkansas coach. What's that guy's name? Sam Pittman? Yeah. Pittman, yeah. That is the tried and true Weather Moose official siren sounder last night. Did you get a certificate or something like that, Moose? No, I did not, but I got an ice bath when I got home. I know that much. <laughs> the, seriously, does your shoulder hurt, elbow? What what hurts? I'm not going to lie. Everything kind of hurts. It, at uh, at the current moment, it was a full body effort. I mean, you gotta you gotta sort of hold the things on wheels. Wait, See, wait, wait. We're just yeah. glossing over the fact that he took a bath, <laughs> right? If it takes <laughs> him doing the siren to, like to get a bath, then maybe he <laughs> should do it more often. <laughs> uh, Stop it. Based on expectation and uh, an outcome, what? Uh, how are you assessing your performance last night, Miss? Look, I got a lot of tips before we did this sucker. They they said start slow, don't stop, go hard. I start starting to question what exactly they were giving me tips. Yeah, on, we got a lot of but, uh, vague advice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I watched the tape this morning, boys, and I, I'm 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 sad to say I think I went a little long. To be honest, with yeah, you. nah, it, it happens sometimes, but not. Nah, yeah, I, th- I think it's on them to uh, to sort of take you off the. I mean, we we kept it kept it up as long as we could see ourselves peripherally on the scoreboard, right? We didn't yeah. want to be seen yeah, there, giving anything less than a, max effort. There was a point uh, in, in that you guys did great, cheering me on and everything. But I think there's a point in the video where you guys kind of paused the cheering, like, "Wait, why is he still cranking?" This <laughs> well, that's, the and whole thing started moving. Like, you know, let, let's go, let's go. So yeah, yeah, but it yeah, it was fun. I had, it was a great time, I think. And we, you know, we got the win. That's all that matters: the uh, win and Justin Williams. Where, Boom. And so yeah, and that is. Uh, I like the, how Moose started dipping into cliches immediately. There, got the win though. It's all what that did, matters. What did the, <laughs> my teammates were great. Yeah, uh, had the support, <laughs> and we got the win. What did the day day. What did the Mrs. Moose think of your big moment last night? Yeah, she, was she impressed. She, she told me she was so proud that her husband was on the jumbotron and a pair of moose antlers <laughs> <laughs> cranking a siren. You did flop so. the antlers a little bit. I forgot about that. Uh, my, my girlfriend was unimpressed. Like She, she hadn't planned on going to the game, but then I was like, oh, dude, we're on the siren. And I didn't like say, do you want to go? I just sort of left it open and see if she'd be like, oh, maybe I'll. And she was like, cool, I'm sure that'll be fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it was. It was. It was. was. Good time. Um, it's hard <laughs> to impress. Like, my, you know. We work in sports radio. Because you're we're so, not, you're we're so impressive, impressive anyway, you know. Where does it rank on your sports life experiences? I mean, you've, you've coached World Series level Little League teams. You've five, yeah. five putted you five, golf. You five you've putted mashed 400 yard drives. Um, you played soccer in Johnston County in yeah, high I've school. Seen, I've seen Moose hit a ball out of Drive Shack. Like, yeah. literally yeah. Hit, leave the lot there. Hit, 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 the, oh uh, my gosh. hit the letters in the back, yeah. even. What, it, uh, uh, where did this it, rank? It ranks um, right behind five putting off of the green at RGA, but ahead of everything else. That that five putt is number one. That's going to be hard to top. But sounding the siren, that that's my second most uh, formative experience sports-related in my life. All right. Congrats again, Weathermoose. Thank you, Weathermoose. Thank you mm-hmm. for representing us well. I thought we did a good job. Thank you. All right, love you, boys. See you, Miss. Bye, Lucy. And yes, we were a little worried. You know, we kind of promised that with us on the siren, it would be an 8-0 win. Yeah. Instead, regulation ended with eight goals. It was trending in that direction for they a while. Just, but it looked like we might go 8-2. Yeah. We had four goals with more than half the game left. Yep. Then it just slowed down a little bit. And so we thought, man, I thought our siren was good. Maybe we didn't deliver. 
All we got was an overtime win, and you know that allowed the Flyers to get a point too. But then, as we were getting in our cars, we found out Justin Williams mm. signed up to play half a season with the Carolina Hurricanes. They worked out the details, and again, the press conference will be at noon at ten forty-five. We'll talk to Ben Swain about exactly what it means for the Hurricanes. But it felt good to know we didn't just get the Canes a win. We got the Canes, Justin Williams back, and we'll see what that means for the team moving forward. Maybe we can get Adam Gold to ask Justin, are you good? Are you yeah, real simply. <laughs> to, to ask him. Good. Hey, good. Justin, you good? Because Adam, Adam will be obviously 99.9, the fans doing it, the press conference live at noon, and Adam will be conducting live sort of interviews, yeah, then kind of moderate, you know, doing some work on that. But may, is he good? Is Justin Williams good? That's one of the things we're going to ask Swain definitively. Um... But it's a fair question. We heard it was coming. We told you it might be coming. And there he is. Boom. Justin Williams back on the team. The next thing to talk about at lunch after our siren performance, which is, I mean, that, you might take up your whole lunch talking about that, <laughs> if we're being totally honest. And that's we, fun. We were that good. I mean, if you work for Amazon, it's definitely taking your entire lunch. Do they not get a long one? The factory workers there get a very <laughs> short lunch. Uh, but no, according to the commercials, it's great to work there. B- BGs. Punchy today. It's on it today. Whoa, I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> Will VG coming to play. We were joined by senior Canes analyst Ben Swain to talk about the Justin Williams signing, the Swain division action last night, and whatever else might come up. What's going on, Swain? Uh, I thought we decided that we were going all either Boston bumps or oh, Eagles bumps. Today. That's, that's that. right. That's right. Forgot about that. I, we did miss so, uh, out. Boston does have more than one song, right? Um, Shipping up to Boston. Shipping up to Boston. Well, you, well, you can play all this. Uh, you, you, you mean Boston no, 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 I'm the band? The, I'm talking about the band Boston. Just more than a feeling. Just mm-hmm. we'll just play yeah. that over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Close my hands. And... Yes, we were celebrating the BC win over Virginia, and we were taunting the Flyers fans last night with <laughs> e- with Eagles taunts. The bad part was the the Canes blew the lead late. Like mm-hmm. we needed mm-hmm. to just keep piling on so we could just yell. What, what, what were we hitting him with? Like, put Carson Wentz in, yeah. run Philly special, mm-hmm. trust the process. Trust the process. Joel Edmonton scored, so you had to pull your goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, somebody yelled, hit him like Clowny did. Who said that? Who said that? What jerk said that? Who said that? Somebody also, crossed the line with that one. Also, we shouldn't we shouldn't have taunted with trust the process. I didn't do that because the process <laughs> kind of worked. It, it kind of worked, yeah. <laughs> well, um,. <laughs> Well, and last night the process was them uh, yeah. trying to beat us, and yeah. so they can trust that process. Swain, uh, at noon today, there's going to be a press conference for a new Carolina Hurricanes player who's actually an old Carolina Hurricanes player. What can you tell us about the Justin Williams signing, what it will mean for this team, who's, I assume it means, in the world of like roster slots, somebody will be off the team. Tell us what you can about the Justin Williams signing for the Canes. Uh, it's the first time hearing about it. I haven't heard a thing about this. <laughs> no, it was actually, it was, it was funny listening to uh, to Alec Campbell's post game last night because all of the audio from the locker room, all of the reporters knew, but the players didn't know yet because it happened like during the game, yep. basically. And so, uh, but everyone is phrasing it in, the, in, in like in terms of a hypothetical, like yep. if you get Justin Williams back, what would that do? And you know, the players are giving pretty good stock answers, but uh, nothing had been made official at that point. So they had not prepared uh, a statement. And then even Brenda Moore in his post game was like, guys, I was coaching. Like, this literally just happened. I don't, I don't have anything to say about it. But we do. We will, we will go into uh, talking about what it means 
uh, for Justin, Justin Williams coming back. Um, you know what? I think it's – there's only a couple of things that can make this a bad move uh, for the Kings. One, right. it, it, so it doesn't change what they do, right? Like he's a like-for-like like player. He's like an older, better Brockham again, if you want to think about it that way. It's not like he's going to come in and be the best player on the team. Uh, a lot of roles aren't changing. You know, Ajo's still Ajo. Uh, Dougie's still Dougie. Uh, it, it's, it's not fundamentally changing the team. Um, but it does make them better because he's, he's a good player. Uh, obviously has a lot of years under his belt and the intangibles that he brings to the team. We've kind of seen up close and personal what that does to this group. So it can't really be a, a bad thing. Um, I guess if you want to talk about positives, if you want to get about this, we talked a little bit about this last night in, in the suite and well, I'll flex on everybody that we had a suite last night. Much like Justin uh, Williams. We were in a suite last night, just not the exactly. same one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so last year, one of the things that was really cool about last year is that Charlotte had guys that were pushing the back end of the roster and you don't, necessarily have that this year like julian gautier is having a really good year in charlotte but he seems to be on that uh martin natos plan last year where he's like being saved for the full-time call-up next season and he's not going to be that guy that's bouncing up and down uh i-85 uh from from charlotte but outside of that like brian gibbons isn't scaring anybody clark bishop who was one of those guys that came up last year and and provided some depth in the playoffs he isn't having a great year so maybe the answer is that Justin Williams is kind of that guy to provide that upward pressure on the on the back end of the roster, like a Nino Niederreiter who's not playing all that well right now. Um, we mentioned Brock McGinn, uh, Ryan Dezingle. You know, maybe guys like that are starting to feel some pressure from Justin Williams coming in and maybe taking their spot. Um, maybe that's the positive that he brings to the team. All right, and but how does it work? You know, puzzle piece wise, I. I... I don't know hockey enough. You can't just like add a forward and drop a defenseman. Like if if that guy's playing your worst, you kind of need to keep like the the number of forwards you have. So it's presumed if you bring this guy in, it means a forward's going to go down. And is it is it as specific as well? They're not going to drop a center because they're putting a center in. So like, are the guys we're talking about that? I mean, is there going to be a guy bumped off the, the roster? And and do we know who that's definitely going to be? So they've got room. They don't have to send anybody to Charlotte. Okay. They, they can keep everybody on the team, but you can only dress a certain amount of players. Gotcha, right? gotcha, so gotcha, he, gotcha. If he's playing, like you think about last night's lineup, all of the forwards that are up with, with the big team played last night. And so, like, yeah. if he's inserted in the lineup, somebody's going to sit. You know, a lot of people feel like Brock McGinn is going to be that guy. And, and we know uh, over the offseason he went to arbitration with his, with his contract yeah. situation. And so, like, we kind of know where he, where he stands in the pecking order. And the only thing that worries me, the, literally the only thing that worries me about the Justin Williams thing is, is two guys. If this has any impact on the development of, of Mark, Marty Natchez or uh, Warren Fogle, who's a free agent at the end of this year, if, if, this, if this impacts them negatively in any way, it's a terrible move because I think Natchez is going to be an absolute stud uh, for us for a long period of time. And I'd love to see us try to re-sign Warren Fogle and keep him here because I think he's that, like, prototypical Brendamore guy. Oh, again, almost like a young Justin Williams, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Um, I, I really want to keep those two guys around and progressing, and, and so I hope it doesn't touch them in any way. Um, Ryan Dezingle's here for a couple years, so it's important to keep him. Um, so, yeah, maybe Brock McGinn is, is the odd man out in that situation, but maybe it's Justin Williams that's the odd man out. You know, Just because he's on the team doesn't mean that he has to be in the lineup. He yeah. could be 
uh, you know, pushing guys in practice and just taking some of the leadership role off of some of the, uh, the guys that have stepped in to fill that void this year. Um, but, but we'll see. But, yeah, I think the smart money is Brock McGinn is the guy because you're not going to drop a, a Martin Oak who's, you know, such a leader on the ice and, and uh, everybody loves him so much. So, yeah, I think it's probably going to be McGinn. All right, Swain, I know that Justin Williams, you know, he's won Stanley Cups. He's played more NHL games than, you know, you. But uh, the Canes are clearly turning junior Canes coaches into players now. Are you wondering if, if you might get the call up being a junior Canes coach yourself? I understand you got I I, you got your first yeah, win, this I, official win this weekend for I, the bench. I, I, I've, I've been on the bench for five uh, junior Canes games. We are 4-1 and one in those games. And so – uh, I think I'm on the radar. I think that may come up when Adam Gold is in the press conference today talking to, uh, to Don Waddell. That may come up. Um, you know, who will they go? It's sort of like um, it, it's sort of like Mac Brown, right? I mean, you you you, you need uh, someone to come in and, and jumpstart the program. You go to the media. You don't go to yeah. you know another guy that's working right now. You go to the media. So. Yeah, I could be the Mac Brown for the Carolina Hurricanes. And remind us, Swain, again, uh, what the new, newly formed as of yesterday or the day before, I think it was the day before, Monday, The Swain, remind us what the Swain division is and recap the Swain division action for us last night. Yeah, the Swain division is we're, we're essentially ignoring uh, the top three teams right now in the Metro. Like Washington doesn't exist, Islanders don't exist, and Pittsburgh does not exist. And so what we're left with is we're left with a five-team division that we're paying attention to. We're calling it Swain Division. Uh, it's us, Philadelphia, Columbus, Florida, and Buffalo. And where we are right now, the Canes are in first place, obviously, because it's our division, so we're going to make it so that we're in first place <laughs> no matter what. That's good. But, uh, yeah, we got, we got two big points last night. We did give a point to Philadelphia, who's in second place with 50 points. Rats. Uh, Columbus won last night. Uh, they're at 50, and then Florida lost to Arizona. They're, they're three points back, and then Buffalo is seven points back with 45 points. We're just including them just to have a fifth team in there. Honestly, we don't expect them to do anything. But the important thing, Josh Goodson, there are no teams in the Swain division with games in hand on the Hurricanes. Yes. None. So we've solved that problem. Nice. We need to draw our own divisions more. Maybe we could look to the uh, North Carolina Woo! General Assembly to do that for us. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. The Swain division is lit. The Carolina Hurricanes are leading it. And now Justin Williams will be a member of the team. Again, the press conference officially coming up at noon. Uh, Swain, thank you for stopping by. We will talk to you Friday, my man. And uh, nice work oh. last night as we fired up Moose for the uh, siren. We did. We, we, got him, uh, we got him in the right frame of mind, and, and he did a good job. I'm proud of him. Very proud. Uh, we will see you soon. Always a reminder from Ben Swain, public service announcement, before you leave for the game, check and make sure you got the tickets. Always. Swain, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, man. Later. Peace. You know what's funny is uh, with those Goodson sounders, I'm not sure Swain knew that Goodson wasn't here. <laughs> he just, That's a good point. He, he did address him by name, but maybe he just figured he'd be listening. Complaining about games in hand. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. We did a cheaper phone also, too. We didn't see it last night because we were at the Carolina Hurricanes. But Ken Jennings, James Holsauer, and Brad Rutter are competing in the GOAT Jeopardy tournament. Find who is the great greatest of all time Jeopardy contestant. Although, wasn't there a guy not too long ago that was crushing things by um he was doing a weird picking style, like he like he wasn't picking things in order. Is that holes out? I think it was holes out. Okay, okay, yeah. He, he there was like a there was a rhyme and a reason to why he was doing. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, high margins. He was also looking for the daily looking doubles. for the daily doubles. 
scout those things out. I believe his strategy again was more high variance, bigger margins, and I like Jennings won more consecutive shows, I yep. believe, but Holdhauser won more money during the ah, shorter stint on it. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. But I, f- I felt like there was a guy even and before Brad R- Rutter. The, dude, this guy who, is also the, the Kevin Love of Goat he's, Jeopardy. He's, I was gonna say he's like the Oklahoma oh. of the <laughs> Jeopardy football playoff. Like just the we needed a third person in there to make it symmetrical because right. that's what we always have. Um, but no, it is not looking good for Brad Rutter. Um, but. Because last night they started the Goat Jeopardy tournament, we thought we would play Goat Jeopardy as well. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for Goat Jeopardy? Is that when you wanted a sounder or something? Yeah, maybe. Sorry, I'm multitasking every year, Hayes. All right, we will have callers call in. If you want to line up, we have some right now already. 8605-FAN, 8605-326. If you answer correctly... Three Goat Jeopardy questions in a row. <laughs> we'll get your info. We'll send you a Sports Channel 8 mug. How about that? <laughs> is that a goat? That's not a goat. That's an actual goat? That's a goat. That yeah. is not a goat. That's the sound of LeBron James <laughs> dunking on somebody. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. All right. In honor of the Goat Jeopardy tournament, it is time for Goat Jeopardy. Our first contestant is actually a friend of the program. Hey. Not not planned, but he's call, obviously listening, calling in. It is condescending UNC fan, condescending UNC fan. What's going on? Hey, Hayes, how you doing? Doing very well. Uh, I understand you had been a bit under the weather, maybe going and undergoing a medical procedure. Are you back on the mend, condescending UNC fan? Um, I'm unlike Cole Anthony, way ahead of schedule. All right, good, mm, excellent, that's good, good to hear. Um, now you you really think you're ready Cole for Cole Anthony? <laughs> you really think you're ready <laughs> for Goat Jeopardy? Uh, Hayes, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I got as good a chance as anybody. That's Let's probably true. Shot. That's probably true. Yeah. All right. Now, remember, this is Jeopardy, so you must phrase your answer in the form of a question. Don't forget to do that, all right? Got it. All right. This, that we only have one category, and it's goats. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So I'll be picking the category. Goats for 200. This is a term for a female goat. Told you these are going to be tough. Serena wow. Williams. Um, wow. Condescending UNC um, fan. Mm. I need to read up on goats. What is a calf? Nah, unfortunately, mm. we were looking for what is a nanny it's or a, a doe. Though. We would have accepted a doe. Ah, uh, okay. Well, kind of sending well, you and fan. Are you going to be in Chapel Hill tonight to see Roy Williams go for 880? Uh, I think there's a decent chance I might be watching Jeopardy at 7 o'clock. Uh, that, that's true. <laughs> Are you, wait, wait, wait a minute. You're watching Jeopardy instead of the heels? Uh, tell me this, kind of sending you and C fan. Are UNC fans secretly cheering for Roy Williams to not pass Dean Smith? I feel like in U, UNC land, like some people don't want Roy Williams to be seen as better than Dean Smith. Are you one of those? No, I'm not, and uh, I, I just I don't know if, if 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 there's some deep underlying psychological psychological thing going on with Roy because yeah. I know he has mixed emotions about it. But uh, no, I can't I can't wait for Roy to uh, to pass. Um, 
Bastine, because, you know, Roy will be the first to admit that uh, uh, Dean's the greatest of all time. Dean is the GOAT, no matter how many wins Roy ends up with. Yeah. Sorry, you probably thought you were going to get, like, you know, GOAT trivia about the greatest of all time. But not not here on Sports Show Late. It's actual <laughs> GOAT trivia. Thank you for calling. Kind of sending UNC fan. We'll be in touch soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Hey, see you. Next up, Bob and Apex wants to play some GOAT trivia. Bob, what's going on? How much, sir? How you doing today? Doing very well. You ready for Goat Jeopardy? Absolutely am. Remember to phrase your answer in the form of a question. This is a term for a male goat. What is it, Tommy? That is incorrect. Sorry. Uh, That it is actually a Billy. (laughs) We got to get more goat sounding goats. This just sounds like people screaming. Bob and Apex, we appreciate you calling. Thank you, sir. No, nobody can get. I'm gonna have to shorten this to getting two rights. We got all kinds of goat Jeopardy questions. The goat category is full. Man. There's a daily double in there. If you get the daily double right, it'll count as two answers. Ooh, so yeah. then you would only need one more after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we'll move on to, to rightly rated. Call us eight six zero five fan eight six zero five three two six. If you want to call back in and participate in more goat Jeopardy, we've got it for you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you know. Look at the Wikipedia page for goats. <laughs> you might have some of the answers staring you there yeah. in the face. All right. Uh, it is uh, – well, actually, we, we talked about this earlier. The Bonnaroo lineup was announced. It yeah. is. And you said a decade ago this would have been life-changing This in would have world. been a very big deal for me and my, a lot of my friends, you know, ages 20, 21, 22. Uh, um, but, but let's at least do highlights. Uh, at some point we, we could do the – what what would be a good band name, Bonnaroo band name, or oh oh boy, what, what are the ones they do with that? Oh oh man, there's a lot of ways you could go with that. Good Bonnaroo band name, or um, we might we'll figure out that game and play it closer to actual Bonnaroo. But yeah, the music and arts festival held each year in Tennessee that Brian Geisker has attended twice. Um, still one of the the most. The, yeah. the biggest festivals, especially here, closer in our neck of the woods. In beautiful Manchester, Tennessee. Let me tell you, very delightful to be there in the middle of June when it's 100 degrees and thunderstorms are rolling in every day. Uh, but you were noting uh, a couple bands with North Carolina ties. Yeah, that, pretty that cool. The, the pretty build. cool. So last Friday, you and I got to talk to Les the Genius. He is not on the Bonnaroo lineup yet. Yeah, um, yet. But I do, we, we obviously, we like to highlight North Carolina music a lot on this show. And there's some pretty darn good North Carolina musical acts that are headed to Bonnaroo in 2020, um, including Sylvanesso, who we just saw perform in Deepak yep. back-to-back nights about six weeks ago. And I believe, I have this correct, that it's not going to be just Nick and Amelia, but they are also bringing their entire band that they performed with during those Deepak shows or during the the With tour. I believe gotcha. all of them are also going to be in Bonnaroo. All right, here's, so that's really cool. Here's my only beef on that. Yeah. I I, I like Sylvanesso. I hear you talk them up. Why are they on the third line? You know how it goes. Like top billings, they first got some, line. They got some heavy hitters you know, right. coming, coming to Bonnaroo I don't know this who year. This, I don't know who this King Grizzard is. King Gizzard? I don't know who that is either. Let's get them off there. I don't know who that is either. But Seven some, Lions, get them off. I don't know who that Bump is either. Up. Bump up. Maybe their name was too long. Super Perhaps. Jam Sylvanesso with yeah. me. As a, anyway. Perhaps, but cool to see them. I, I believe they performed at, at Bonnaroo. I would imagine they have. But 
Uh, the show at, at DPAC at the end of November was phenomenal, and, and I'm sure this performance at Bonnaroo will be as well. But you also have Mandolin Orange. Yes. The Chapel Hill crew uh, yes. coming, going to be in Bonnaroo. You've got DeBaby, of course. You couldn't have a, a musical festival in 2020 without him there. DeBaby is making the rounds. He had a moment well, that, and he's just like having a moment right now, yeah. too. Um, 2019 was hey, his hey, year. Hey, you wear a Larry Johnson jersey on uh, on Saturday Night Live. He's worn that a few times. I've, there's a music video of his where he's also wearing the what could be a Larry Johnson or Marvin Williams well, jersey. My only beef is he needs to start rocking a Devontae Graham jersey. Uh, yes. He, only a matter of time. Like, for like, you wear that now so that in 30 years, yep. people will be wearing that jersey because you did. Like, we need you to start repping D. Graham. He was not, when they played the Pacers earlier this week, so T.J. Warren was in town, North Carolina tied, Nate McMillan in town for that yes. game as well. But it was cool because uh, J. Cole was at that game, Antoine Jameson was at that game, Andy Roddick was at that game. It was a it was a Monday night in Uptown. There was, the celebs were out. It was yeah, cool. I like that. Cool to see. Show it out. Also, at the Georgia-Kentucky game last night, Trey Young and Quavo were sitting courtside to see Anthony Edwards play, which was kind of cool. Mm. Also, Big Something, based out of Burlington. Yes. They will be at Bonnaroo as well, too, if you're into jam bands. I don't, you'll probably see them. If not at Bonnaroo, then somewhere around North Carolina. I don't know if the whole They're band prolific. listen to Sports Channel 8, the radio show, but the drummer, shout out to our man Ben, and I don't know if I'll say his name, Vinegrad. Okay, nice. Definitely a listener to the show. We've actually bumped with some big something, so we might have to add some more of them to the rotation I, uh, we just, now that they're on the Bonnaroo list. We just bumped with Tame Paula earlier, Borderline. Uh, they, yes. they are going to be at Bonnaroo in June, and I believe, I'm pretty sure they're supposed to have a new album out this week as well, but big something. I saw them perform New Year's Eve 2013 to 2014 at the Poor House in downtown Raleigh, and what was a fun night, or at least what you know I remember of it. But also some other big artists, ones that we've seen perform. Yeah, we're claiming Lizzo. She's been in Hopscotch twice. She and but also like Glass Animals. I literally listened to them when they performed at Red Hat from your back porch uh, yes. a couple of years ago. Vampire Weekend, Tame Impala, Leon Bridges, all but one of those groups has performed at Red Hat at some point within the last 36 months too. So that's pretty cool. It looks great. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily recommend Bonnaroo to uh, the older generations of people, but... <laughs> hey, hey, don't judge. Don't judge. They might be able to take it in. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a, it's a good time. I'm glad that that era of my life is long over, though, too. But it is very cool to see North Carolina yeah, artists in the mix. mostly what we're highlighting It's there. pretty exciting. And yeah. next year, we better see Les the Genius. If it... If he's not already at Dreamville yeah. Festival this yeah. year. Nice. All right, with uh, five minutes left in the show, we have just enough time to tell you if things are overrated, underrated, or properly, rightly rated. It's overrated. It's rightly rated. <laughs> it's, it's the, come on. There you go. You made me wait for it. Well, usually you say it's rightly rated. Yeah, usually you say it's, it's rightly good, rated. These are some good ones today. I'm also, as, uh, <laughs> as I see our man Alec Campbell walk in the studio who does Storm watch and aftermath mm-hmm. and who brought us the news last night over the airwaves that Justin Williams would be rejoining the Carolina Hurricanes. I remind you that in 10 minutes from now, Adam Gold will take over live from the press conference for Justin Williams. He'll let you not only hear the presser, but do some special interviews after. Stay tuned to 99.9 The Fan and check out Adam Gold. And then I'm sure David Glenn will follow after that in the regular scheduled programming. So, rightly rated, first up, Girl Scout cookies. Mm. Apparently, there's a new one. Is this a thing now where the Girl Scout cookies like have to put out a new one every year to try and get your fancy? They can't yeah. just stick to the tried and true? Yeah. The new Girl Scout cookie, which if you had told me, I would have guessed it was already an existing Girl Scout cookie. Lemon Ups? 
Yeah, Living sounds up. Like, that sounds like a combination of uh, two older Girl Scout cookies. I'm saying Girl Scout cookies, uh, rightly rated. The caloric content of Girl Scout cookies, overrated. Really? Uh, those are not good for you. Well, oh they well. are. They are tasty though. Jonathan Rand, Girl Scout cookies, overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? They're rightly rated. Sometimes you get too much hype for them, but I think they're rightly rated. Thin mints Frozen from thin the freezer mint. are yeah. always underrated. All other Girl Scout cookies are severely overrated. Ooh, I don't know. Some of those peanut butter ones severely are good, Severely overrated. All right. Including Lemon Ups. I haven't even tried them, and they're overrated. But still, support the Girl Scouts. Next up, number three, Dwayne Wade. Is he overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? This is an easy one. This comes up because he's getting a three-day retirement party? Yeah. I guess when you're in Miami, like, why not? Wade County. Three day retirement party for Dwayne Wade. Is Dwayne Wade overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? This is actually easy. He's underrated. Mm-hmm. Now we know Dwayne to be one of the greatest guards in the history of the NBA, but like where he stacks up in terms of his numbers, overall impact, longevity, team accomplishments, you you can make a case. He's like the what top three shooting guard in the history of basketball. All right, so I, and I don't say- think we I don't I think he is uh because he sort of overlapped with Kobe and LeBron. Um, he might be better than he may have had a better career than Kobe right, in so terms that was, of some cases. That's what I was going to put That's the case. To you. Then yeah, he's absolutely underrated. No, Kobe's going to roll out his five rings and his scoring titles to make his case. But that was going to be my question for you. In the average person's mind, the advanced numbers like Dwayne Wade a lot, even though he didn't really shoot a lot of threes either. When they hear Kobe Bryant, Except when he played the or Dwayne Wade, everybody <laughs> thinks they know that Kobe would go ahead. But I, that was going to be my question: is how yeah. close are they actually? And I think they're really close. They're closer than a lot of, than I think the perception. The like the the biggest perception is. But is he three-day retirement? Yeah. I mean, have we seen this before? It's going to be a party. It's going to be a three-day hangover in Miami, too, probably. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, I'll give you rightly rated, but you're probably right. He's underrated. underrated. I, I, I'm Definitely not sure underrated. if he's worth a three-day party. That's all I'm saying. Three days. Next up, Tuna. Is Tuna overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? Criminally underrated. This comes up, whoa. Criminally underrated. I don't know. Would you pay $1.8 million Kiyoshi Kimura, the self-described tuna king, paid that exact amount, $1.8 million, for a bluefin tuna. Yeah, because I'll still have $98.2 million left over. (laughs) Like he does? So you're saying tuna, overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? It's definitely underrated. It's delicious. You can cook it in a variety of different ways. Tuna steaks are great. It's good for you. All right. It's one of the best fish you can make. It's delicious. Uh, tuna, Tuna rightly rated. Jim Halpert, underrated. Ooh. What, what See, is I that? think Halpert is actually a little tuna. What does that have to do with tuna? I don't get that. That's, that's his name, Tuna. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Tuna's probably it's rightly rated. It's it's pretty um, mm-hmm. it's pretty highly rated. But yeah, it's it's like one of the only sushi I like, and it's it's not too fishy. Go to Fresh Market, get you some tuna steaks. There you go. You could like a steak. Oh, so good. And finally, Ohio is the state of Ohio overrated, underrated, or properly rated? This comes up because Why do you ask that. Because someone has petitioned to make being a Bengals or Browns fan. Oh, boy. A condition that would necessitate medical marijuana. Say, just my my life is so bad by being a Browns or Bengals fan that I should be allowed to get prescription marijuana. Is Ohio overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? Mm, Brian Geisinger. Talk to me in November of 2020. (laughs) Jonathan Rand. That's my answer. Yeah. Ohio's rightly rated. Slightly overrated. They keep trying to steal flight from us. Back off. Give us flight. <laughs> and you're rightly rated, Ohio. 
You've been listening to the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also drops every weekday at noon. Thanks again for listening to the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast.